All right, all right. We did it, guys. We got to the weekend. It is, in fact, Friday, and uh, we have made it. Welcome back to Fishing for a Reason. I am Mark Fisher, and today is uh, Friday, as we already discussed. So uh, as I am grateful for this opportunity to be able to sit on my ass again, uh, you know, it's not far-fetched from uh, what I've been doing my whole week, uh, you know, switching from one couch to the next, one screen to the next, whether it be computer or TV or phone. Uh, thank goodness I bought those uh, blue light eyeglasses that are not a prescription, but they will help me with my, uh, prevent any kind of uh, eye issues that I may come up with uh, down the road. So, um, welcome back again, and uh, this is going to be a topic that we're going to discuss. I say Friday over and over again because it's something that is said pretty often in the workplace, and and that that is going to be the topic uh, for today is basically a workplace uh, camaraderie, uh, workplace banter with uh, those you work with, um, you know, these may be your friends uh, over time. These may not be your friends, and they may just be people you have to encounter uh, in order to get to uh, your destination, which is more realistically, uh, physically, your desk, but also just getting your job done and getting ready for the weekend, right? I mean, that's what we're working for, right? I mean, Loverboard does not make this shit up, guys. They wrote a song because everyone is in the same boat for the most part. You know, there are industries that don't have weekends the same way, but that's neither here nor there. They do, in fact, still probably have some kind of workplace banter. So for them, there's no happy Friday. It's just happy whatever the hell day it is before I get another day off, right? That's what we work for, the days off. So I found this to be very interesting because I was thinking about it, and I've I've had a lot of experience in the workplace, uh, as many of you probably have as well. Uh, But I've I've worked with a lot of different people uh, over my my career and I've had a lot of different jobs and there are plenty of people that you uh, that I've had to interact with over the course of uh, any given day any given uh, job so I, I say that and I, and I find this to be very interesting to me because I am not one who really loves to interact with a lot of people I mean I, I think I used to uh, I used to feed off their energy but you know that was uh, when I thought people were kind of just uh, being wholesome and honest but a lot of people uh, may not be as wholesome and honest, so or willing to open up to you. You know, so this episode on this quest to my uh, therapeutic resilience is basically me going to think about the two sides of uh, the coin of workplace banter. So, how I see workplace banter, I I don't necessarily appreciate it anymore. Uh, it's kind of uh, in the way of my of my life. Uh, you know, in the, I. I Lately, I just want to get a job. I want to do a job. I want to get in. I want to get out. And I want to just be known for what I'm doing. I don't want to really be known for interacting with other uh, colleagues and, and such because, uh, you know, that tends to get me personally in trouble. But, you know, I, I, like I said, I feed off their energy. And if the energy is, uh, you know, good in the sense that they are uh, enjoying talking to me, I will amp up my uh, comical game, if you will, and make a couple more jokes or have a, little, uh, a few more reactions. And, uh, you know, that starts to draw attention to other things and also tends to bring me down to a dark path of, you know, uh, irritability or, you know, whatever. You know, I'm just frustrated with, with a lot of uh, certain things that maybe the the way things are done in that particular office or whatever. So for me, I, I try to stay away from it now because I just it's just not healthy for me. Uh, but I do understand its purpose in some way. But but I just remember going to the workplace and, uh, you know, you say good morning, whatever, and and depending on what day it is, like, 
you know, you get these stupid reactions, these stupid conversations with people that you don't even really, not even conversations, they're just passerby comments, you know, because we don't s seem to take the time to really actually get to know a lot of our coworkers. I mean, I, I from my experience, please, just let me say it from my experience, because it's definitely a possibility that uh, it's, it's not the same for everyone else. But for me, it's, uh, you know, I, I have to kind of, it's almost like dodging bullets if, in, in a sense because you walk down a hallway and for me, you know, depending on the day, you know, if it's a Friday, you know, you walk by someone you know you've seen before, uh, you know you've walked, you know, you, you've walked near their office or you walked, you know, in the cafeteria with them or you just see where they work and you know where their desk is and whatever. But you don't have any actual personal relationship with these people or this particular person. So, what you end up doing is you, you kind of have to draw on your resources of common conversation. And what is common conversation for us as people in this world right now is weather. That's a safe topic. Uh, sports are a safe topic. A and happy Friday is a great topic. Or if it's Wednesday, it's two more days till Friday. I'm hanging in there. Hey, <laughs> all right. And then you move on, right? And you just say, what the fuck? That was pointless. I think the workplace can be very beneficial and very uh, healthy for 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 people and uh, if they use it right if they use it right and that what I mean is if they are building genuine relationships with people that they work with if I'm genuinely building a relationship with people that I work with uh, asking more uh, probing questions to a deeper profound version of what I'm looking at you know if I'm talking to somebody and all we're talking about are whether the the Ravens are going to make the playoffs or whatever you know oh I was up late night last night you know the Orioles you know bottom of the seventh and they're uh, you know they strike everyone out but then in the eighth they uh, let up 17 runs uh, that's meaningless stuff. I mean, it isn't meaningless unless it means something on a deeper level. And I mean that is I think you have to earn people's trust, but also earn people's, uh, well, you know, trust to get into their inner selves. And I just mean that uh, there's more to people than what they lay on at the workplace. And that's kind of what I'm interested in learning. I want to build relationships with people, but a lot of people uh, that I've come into contact with don't seem to really give a shit about that. They just, you know, they, they know who they want to be friends with and they know who they want to talk to and then they don't continue to build on relationships without uh, among other people so you no know, there you are you know you, you you're left with this kind of situation and you go to work and you're working your days and you're doing your thing you know you're spending uh, 25 minutes working on an email to write to somebody else who fucked up something or or you're in your database and you're typing in your numbers and you're doing your thing and you're uh, you know doing well, you know, you're working you're, you're earning an honest living sitting on your ass uh, moving your thumbs and your fingers but then you have to, I don't know, maybe you're bored, you know, so you got to figure out something to do. So, you, you know, because you, you, your mind needs a break after working so hard, again, sitting on your ass, playing with your hands. And you see that you have to get up and you think, all right, I'll go make some coffee or I'll go make some tea. You know, it's it's 930, it's 1030, whatever time it is. You, maybe you just got out of a meeting or maybe you're just about to go into a meeting and you just want to get your, you know, you want to take a mental break. So you make, you know, you, what could you do in an office? What do they have besides desks and chairs and those stupid cubicle walls? You know, they have a kitchenette, which sometimes have a, has a working uh, coffee maker and sometimes it doesn't, you know. Some of them may have a cappuccino machine, you know, who the hell knows. But you utilize, you utilize that uh, time to go make yourself something to drink. And while you're there, you know, all the while, you're sitting there, you're stirring your, you know, your, your creamer into your coffee, you know. You're letting your tea steep for however long, three to five minutes, as they say. 
and you're just chilling for a minute. You know, you're just kind of gathering your thoughts, preparing yourself for either, you know, either an important meeting or just to decompress. So you go back to your normal uh, desk and you just sit there and, and you're in your mundane lifestyle. And you're like, how am I going to get through the rest of this day? You know, it's it's only 9.30 or 10.30. I got the rest of the day to, to deal with this. Uh, so let me just take a deep breath, you know. So you're doing all that, but then somebody walks in, you know, somebody walks in, another coworker, another, you know, thriving and uh, motivated worker who wants to conquer the world one keystroke at a time. But this person, you know, you don't necessarily care for in, 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 on a deeper level. Again, maybe you want them to have a good day, have a good life, uh, you don't wish them any harm, but you don't necessarily need to know anything about them or want to really speak to them. But nevertheless, there you are, you know, it's you and this other person, and you're just sitting there, and you can either just stare at them and be awkward or ignore them and look down at your phone or down at your coffee and whatever, or you can strike up a conversation, you know, just to kind of break some of the tension of the silence. So what do you do? What are you going to talk about? Hey, Charlie, good to see you, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm all right. How's work going? Uh, It's all right, you know, whatever, you know. You know, busy, busy, busy. Not, none of that, that, that volleying for serve type of conversation uh, has actually got anywhere. You know, you're just saying words and meaningless. Uh, you know, that's not the conversation that you want to have. Or that's not the conversation I wanted to have, I should say. So uh, right now, at that point, we're just volleying for serve. So then you're like, all right, well, I could just stop talking to this guy right now, Charlie. Or I can talk to him a little bit more, maybe try to feel around a little bit, see what he's up to, you know. But before you think about doing that, he starts talking. Oh, man, you know, you that storm coming in, you know, that storm coming in uh, this weekend, you know, and I, I hope you don't have any big plans, but uh, that weather is supposed to come in and really, really kick some ass. And then I say, well, you know, that sucks, man. I, I, I did hear about that on the news. You know, it's, it's supposed to be kind of warm, but there's going to be some chances of thunderstorms and uh, who the hell knows what's going to happen. And then you're done with your coffee at that time. You know, it's already made and you're ready to move on your, uh, to your meeting or your desk. So you say, all right, well, uh, yeah, well, good luck out there. <laughs> and then Charlie says, yeah, right? <laughs> and then he makes his stupid coffee and uh, you move on, right? And I, I don't, to me, that, that, that is a lot of common conversations I think that I've had, whether it's being about the weather or about the Ravens or the sports or other things. You know, it's common uh, conversation pieces that uh, are pretty much safe. I mean, obviously, you want to stay away from kind of things that will uh, be controversial because then that could, you know, cause more tension. So you want to stay um, in those realms of weather. Uh, thank God it's Friday and uh, sports are what I'm thinking of right now. But, you know, sometimes I think if you have children, like, there'll be some spark of conversation about that, you know. Uh, it's another, again, again, uh, kids. I find that to be interesting because a lot of people will talk about their kids because they don't want to talk about themselves. And that's either because they have nothing that good, like nothing important that's going on in their lives because now they are slaves to their children who are, you know, who are taking care of them. And I, I, I don't mean to disrespect parents. I understand that it's part of the job, you know, balancing work and being able to raise children and being involved in their lives so they can have a chance to live the way you did when you were younger. I, I get the cycle. I, I can appreciate the the sentiment there, but. I think people don't like to talk about themselves that much. Um, maybe they don't trust people. Maybe they don't trust enough to open up, and that leads to other people not trusting other people. So then they all kind of, they all, it's like a silent, unsaid message of, uh, let's not talk about each other uh, on, on a personal level. Let's just keep things light. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you ever talk to somebody and 
you're just meeting him for the first time, and you don't know how the person's going to react if you were to drop a curse word, right? I mean, we all like to believe, like, start off the conversations with like being uh, prim and proper, you know, and, and appropriate. You know, so we don't curse for a little while, but you know, you want to kind of curse. You know that if you curse, it would open things up a little bit. And curses, I, for me, I use them sometimes for for more of a, of a, of a um, uh, an effect. You know, some kind of a passionate effect. You know, when you're cursing, that means you're. Uh, to me, it means like I, I use it to kind of show that I'm passionate about something. You know, interested in something, and it bothers me or makes me happy or whatever. So I, I do that. But I, I like to also. But you know, I wait. I wait to talk to them and I wait to see if they're going to curse first because if they curse that unleashes the floodgates and allows everybody to curse oh this guy's cool with cursing this person's cool with cursing so I'm going to curse you know I'll drop an F-bomb you know fuck fuck you know or you know whatever you got to feel them out you know you, you just, you're feeling people out you know and you're seeing if there's some kind of a vibe much I guess like a date you know, with somebody, you're trying to feel their vibe out. You know, it's a friendship date. It's a, it's a. Does this person want to? Do I want to be more with this person? You know, friendship or whatever. Go out to get drinks with this person afterward, or is this just somebody I'm going to interact with and never have a real connection with them and just move on? So you kind of make your decisions uh, based on that. So it, much like with the cursing situation, you got to feel your. You got to look for signals, I guess, uh, social signals. Uh, with these people that you're working with to see if they want to continue to present a stronger relationship or if they want to just keep things casual, you know? You know, just basically, you know, uh, sex in the uh, in, in the janitor's closet, you know, during the lunch break, that kind of thing. You know, you want to do that or you want to have a real relationship and, you know, really concern yourself with these people. And And that's tough for me. It's been tough for me because I just feel like a lot of people just say a lot of stuff and it's meaningless and... It's like, what's the point of even having a conversation just to be polite? But I, I don't like the word polite. I think polite is is a is a bullshit. It's a it's a cop out. It's a I'm afraid to be me and really be genuine because I don't really have any of these strong feelings for you or about you. I don't have any positive or negative feelings. I just don't really give a shit. So I'm gonna be polite so that way I don't get in trouble. You know, I'm I'm kind of like, uh, I'm in a safe place. You know, being polite is a safe approach you don't have to tell anybody anything but you don't have to be nasty to anybody so you're kind of like ah that guy's nice he's a nice guy he's a nice girl she's a nice girl whatever you know uh seems harmless enough uh whatever whatever but that's all you know to me that's bullshit there's no raw information there and you're not really building any relationships you're not building anything you're just working amongst these people and talking to them if you have to when you have to and that's it you know and and i feel like you know, a lot of people end up being disgruntled at work. I know I was. I was very disgruntled at work because I just didn't think I, I was in the in the trenches with anybody who gave a shit. And if that was a case where I was in the trenches with somebody, then I, I, w- I would maximize that. Yeah, this place fucking blows, man. And the other guy, you know, the other person across the, the desk from you will say something similar, you know. Ugh, that's just another fucking day with another useless fucking employer, you know, who won't give me what I need and I can't get my job done until they get their fucking job done. You know, that kind of thing. You know, it's just... Um, you need that, I think, in a sense, because it it makes you feel like you're not alone. It doesn't. It, it gives you a sense of uh, connection, and I think that when you have more connections and, and deeper connections with the people you work with, you're all going to work more. I'm making this word up, but synergetically, 
you know, you're working together to, to, to defeat a common enemy or <laughs> to build a, you know, working towards a common goal and you're working together and you're being honest and open with strong communication and you know where we, everyone stands and you know how things are going to work and, and, and then the product becomes more uh, efficient or uh, whatever. It, you know, you're working towards your goal and you're going to meet your goals if you have better communication with your employees and coworkers and whatever. And I think that there's a lot of that that happens. I know my uh, my wife, Jamie, she works for a wonderful company. And I say that because they have strong communication. I hear it. You know, obviously we're in COVID times, so um, I'm not that far from her when she's on conversations with people. Uh, but, I, you know, I listen from time to time. Just And I, and I just get this warm sense from, from the people she works with. And they, and they always support each other. You know, all of them, they work together. They, they, they communicate together. They're open and honest, and they're working together. And, you know, they, they understand each other's faults and flaws and strengths and all those things. And they, and they use that to, to help build their product and make it better. So that is such a relief to see. Cause I, I, I'd be interested to see if that happens a lot in a lot of different companies because a lot of the companies I worked with or worked for, uh, a lot of them didn't show that kind of thing. I mean, there were people here and there that would show some kind of interest. But it's very rare, you know. So, so you know, we, we're back and we go to the office and we're back at the situation where we're just, you know, a bunch of highs and buys and, you know, how you doings. But, you know, it, the, be- <laughs> the best thing is, the best thing is, you know, you get, a, you get a person who walks by your desk or whatever or maybe in the hallway you pass them. But they're, they're in motion. They're in motion. And you'll be like, hey, how you doing? I'm good, you know. Uh, but, like, sometimes people ask a question like, hey, how you doing? Like, hey, uh, Hey Joanna, hey, how you doing? And they just walk by, and they, we've gotten to a point where a greeting is used to just be hey, how are, uh, excuse me, hey, hi, hello, uh, good day, good morning, what's up? But then we added the hey, how you doing portion of it, and that's an actual question. I know that we don't use that as a question, but I'm saying it's an actual question that now we are just using as part of a a longer phrase of hey. Hey, how you doing? And I say I'm, I'm saying this because you'll say, "Hey, how you doing?" and you get no response. And they just walk by. They just keep walking. It's like they, or they'll ask you, "Hey, how you doing?" and then they walk by. So like either way, they're just kind of like ignoring you. They don't give a shit. Like, "Hey, how are you?" I'm gone. It's like, "All right. I mean, I I would have liked to have known how you were doing, but if if we really cared about each other, maybe you'd actually tell me how you were doing. Or maybe you'd ask how I'm doing. But you don't really seem to care. It's just part of the speech, the greeting, the you know, the politeness of our workplace. I know this is just a common thing. You know, every and a lot of offices have this kind of uh, relationship. Of, of course, you'll get the, the general emails from the president of the company. Yeah, we care about you. You're all valued. You know, the guy who fucking, uh, you know, cleans the toilets or sharpens the pencils. You know, well, we care about you. You're valued. But... They don't seem to really value you in in in, in, a, in an actual sense in in an action sense. Words are great, but if you're not showing, I'm a, I'm a big believer, you know, of of action speak louder than words, and words are meaningless, you know, to some degree. Because if you don't back them up with the actions, then what the hell are you saying this for? Like, oh yeah, you're valued, but I don't even know your name. I don't look at you. I don't care about you. I get it from a president's perspective. Of, of a company, you, you know, you, you you have so many things to oversee and you're at the top of this chain and you're worried about the people kind of directly underneath you and you're dealing with different things. You don't really care about, you know, you hire people to care about the people below the belows, you know, you can hire those people and they're supposed to care about you and it, it trickles down. But at the same time, 
I don't I don't think that works. Uh, I you know I think some people work hard because they need the job, they need the money, and there's no other choice sometimes, you know, and they just got to do what they got to do, and they put up with things, and I'm, I'm not criticizing those people, you know, they have to work hard, and they do, and they, they don't care about the, 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 the little banter that I'm discussing today, they just want to get the job done, and they want to do whatever it is, if they have the bullshit conversations, then they have to have bullshit conversations, hey, how are you, how you doing, the weather's great, it's almost Friday, I'm hanging in there, I'm on my 58th cup of coffee, because God, it's tough out there, and they're like, yeah! It is tough out there. Yeah, you smile, you nod, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a part of you does kind of agree with that, but at the same time, it's like it's a meaningless shit. Like, I don't care about this. Let's move on with the meeting. Let's meet on, move on with our jobs. Let's get on with our day. I, I think what the workplace needs is more honesty. That's what I think. I think that why are we talking about the weather? Yes, we all experience it. Yes, it's a common thing. But that doesn't mean anything. I don't have control of the weather, you know. It doesn't really make a goddamn difference to me what the weather's like. And I know it doesn't make a difference to them either. But they're just trying to make an awkward situation disappear by making these little, you know, guidelines. These little, it's like a, it's like, it's like a conversation for dummies, you know. Uh, very basic Cliff Notes version of that. It's like, hey, if you want to survive in a workplace, here are the topics to talk about. You know, and, it, and, it, and it's like, well, who the heck, you know, we don't need to follow those fucking guidelines. You know what it is, though? Maybe efficient businesses don't need... They flourish because they don't have to waste their time on this getting to know you shit. You know, maybe that's too much time away from the bottom line. I mean, a lot of things that we do in this country and other countries, the people do money, money, money. It's related, and I and I say that in a negative sense right now, but it's like I get it. You know, because the money will buy you things and give you the app some happiness. You know, allow you to explore things. You know, because you need money to do certain things. So it doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, but it does create a different. Uh, portals to to your two different lives. You know, rich, 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 rich people. You know, billionaires. You know, they have a different sense, uh, or they they operate on a different portal. They they have access to different portals than than somebody you know working a nine to five who makes you know maybe low six figures something like that. But as a family, and they and they and they have money. They're living comfortably, but they don't have the luxury to go out and do the things that the really really rich people do. I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying they see things in a different lens. We all see things in a different portal. So it's very, you know, I get why maybe common conversations exist because they just get you by just to do the bare minimum uh, in, in socially, uh, socially bare minimum. And then you, and then you go back to work, you know, but I, I think that there's something to be said. I personally will work harder, will do more, will care more if I'm working with somebody or for somebody who really values what I'm doing or, you know, sees the value in what I'm doing. Uh, you know, that's called like, to me, it's like a family, you know, working like a family. Yeah, you're going to fight, you're going to bicker, but you, the more you know somebody the, on a deeper level, the more you're going to be able to succeed working with them. And and for me, my, my point of this, my, for me, I would actually find more joy going to work. See, work is not supposed to be shitty. Yes, you're supposed to do something that's not playing video games or, or, or watching TV or or things that are fun necessarily, right? You, you got to be productive. But being productive can be very fun, especially if you have people you're working with that you enjoy being around. But how the hell are you supposed to know if you enjoy being around them if all you're talking about are the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup in 2019? You know, it's just, it's it's... 
we got to stop limiting ourselves, in my opinion, to, to, to just these stupid conversations. They're not worth anything. I'd rather not have the conversation and just spend eight hours. Okay, let's be honest here. I don't think anybody, to the most part, on a on average, on average, working a strict eight-hour day where they're not getting up from the computer or whatever they're doing, and they're just working nonstop. Most of us are are at work for about eight or nine hours but are spending about two to three hours dicking around. And I'm not saying I'm, I do it all the time. I'm, I, look, <laughs> I am not judging. I'm just saying let's look at the facts, okay? You're working hard. You get maybe an hour's worth of work in there. You're sitting there. you got your headphones on, whatever. You're in the zone. You're working hard. You're doing great. Awesome. And you're like, all right, well, that task is done. So, so I guess uh, I'm going to take a mental break. Boom. Internet. I mean, you're at a computer. You're not at like uh, Not everyone works at Google. You know, where you can go to, a, you know, play squash, you know, uh, from, from 1130 to 12 and just, you know, get your rocks off, you know. A lot of us are like, well, what, I, don't, I don't feel like doing, I, I need a break from the work right now, but what am I able to do? Well, you take your walks, you go to the bathroom, you know, you do one of those, but then you, then you are back at your desk. So what do you do? How do you kill time? Because your tasks, you might be very efficient. You do your tasks and then what? You know, what else are you going to do? You're going to sit on the computer and you're going to look at the internet. Read articles, buy shit. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. You're looking at stuff. You're just trying to get the time to go by till that five o'clock buzzer rings, and then you can go get your, uh, get your drinks and get hammered at the local uh, pub and brew. You know. So I think that we spend a lot of time. Oh, you know what else we spend time doing? Uh, having fucking stupid conversations. Or, or some of them are more legit conversations. You know, you walk, you get up, you walk over to, you know, five. Uh, cubicle blocks down you say hi to your friend you're standing over them and then there you go you're talking with them and maybe what are you talking about what are you talking about well if it's someone you really know you're probably talking about the latest the latest uh lay you had you know uh or something of that nature or if it if it's less personal than that then you're probably talking about your kids soccer practice and your tournament over the last weekend and what tournament you have coming up and whatever i mean i used to work with a guy who talked like that <laughs> he's a nice guy Again, I say nice because he didn't hurt me or harm me, and he wasn't nasty to me. But did I really have a strong relationship with him? Not, not really. I mean, I wish him well, but uh, I used to hear him talk about um, talking to other people about like his, his 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 soccer coaching quests and things like that. And and it's fine and it's great, but it's like I I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a commonality, but it's not really you're not really getting to know them. I don't I don't feel like I'm close to these people because they're talking about their some other person in their life, not their own. Self, you know, what did you do this weekend? Well, I took my kids to the games. They had games. We played their games. We watched their games. Blah 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 blah. And then we had to go to this place to play that game. And then we went to this birthday party. You didn't tell me anything about what you did, how you felt, what's up with you, what are your thoughts, what are your ideas. You know, I know most people don't talk like this. All right, so I'm not saying I'm not preaching to the choir. I'm just saying that for me, I would work better if I worked in a better environment with people that really wanted to get to know you or uh, over time, of course, not like in a day. But I think that the world would be a better place in the sense that we would all be a little less irritable and, you know, because of work and we can just enjoy our days more and be excited to get to work. Thank God it's Monday. Fuck. I was sitting at home for two days, you know, had a barbecue, uh, watching this, watching that, taking walks, you know, uh, ate at this restaurant, great, but thank God I get to come back to work and make a difference, 
You know, no, I mean, I get it. Like, work is work. It can be exhausting. Maybe you want to break from time to time. I understand all that. But, like, at least overall, the overall message of your life should be not that I wasted 40 hours a week working five days a week out of seven. I want the, the, the moral of my story to be that I accomplish things in my life by working and being productive. I think it's very interesting that we're pretty miserable. I mean, I... Me specifically, I pretty. I think I. I feel like I'm more miserable than other people. But I feel like there's a general sense of misery, like a, you know, like almost like the, the smog in Los Angeles. You know, it's like a. It's an overhanging, smog of misery over everyone. You know, a little light, a light amount. You know, where it's just enough where you're like, Jesus, here we go to work. You know, all right, let's just do it. Let's go to work. I gotta get up. Gotta go to work. Gotta do this. Gotta do that. Great. What's new on the agenda? All right. You know, you, you get 15 emails that you missed in the morning. All right, I got to look at these emails. And half the fucking emails are just replies. There's some chain, you know. Uh, maybe it's an office uh, uh, office pool, like a office uh, March Madness type of pool thing, you know, that kind of shit. I think that's, uh, you know, something that, that's very common. And you're just like, oh, who wants to be a part of the pool? And you got 48 messages saying, I do, I do, I do, I do. It's like, what are, what are we doing? You know, why, why is that even a fucking thing? Why are we resorting? Let's use email for something more specific and more, you know, more in terms of uh, more in-depth uh, issues. Like, you know, you're, you're working with somebody, you're writing emails, you're answering them, uh, you know, about work-related stuff, not not fun stuff. I don't, I don't need to read fun stuff. Uh, you know, I don't care about you guys that much. Where I'm, and Any of this is fun. It's light, but it's not fun. I don't care about you guys enough because we haven't built that trust. We haven't built that relationship. So don't waste my time with office pool emails, one after the other after the other. You know, the Super Bowl one is you know at the, the, the fucking squares. You know, all right, all right, you got the guy, the girl walking around. You know, throwing the office, uh, doing another office pool, which I thought was illegal. Like gambling is uh, supposed to be illegal, but I guess office pools are allowed to happen. I guess if you quote it a certain way or whatever. You know, there's always some kind of loophole where they can get away with gambling uh in the workplace but fuck it you know what do i know i'm not the police um i think that you get this these people who walk around and they run the pool and this then for them like that for them that is gold for them because they are actually doing something is it work related eh, no but is it helping to build that fake camaraderie yeah and i don't know these people but we always like to talk about the bets that we made this week you know is that is that really? I mean, I gotta give them credit. At least they're trying to. <laughs> they're embracing the bullshit. They're embracing it, and uh, you know, fine. You know, at least they they found something that channels them, that gives them the energy to get through the damn day, and they can't wait for Super Bowl Sunday, so that way they can spend a week drawing numbers in each box, and then if the fucking score ends at the first quarter with an eight and a seven, boom, this guy's getting a quarter of the pot of money. Whatever, you know, that, that whole thing. I get it. Those are like little uh, injections. They're like cortisone shots, you know. They, they're temporary uh, fixes that'll help uh, get people thinking about something other than work, but with work people, you know, trying to... It's like... We're uh, I'm taking a deep breath here because I'm just like... As I'm saying this shit, like it, it's almost making me like... Why... What is wrong with us? Why are we allowing that to be to dictate our um, you know define I should say not dictate define what we think is a working relationship that is bullshit we got to stop pussyfooting around the the issue of that nobody really cares about anybody 
That's what I feel. That is the vibe that I'd overall get out. Because if people cared about each other, again, you'd be excited to go to work. You'd be excited to do this. I mean, not every job is fun, all right? Not every job is fun. Uh, but let me give you an instance, okay? Sometimes, uh, you know, since we're in quarantine, we're at home, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of uh, – we're, we're becoming more aware of our surroundings, like in our neighbor neighborhood and all that. And what I'm trying to say is that I, I see uh, – you know, I live in the city, and, the, and I live in, you know, there's an alley behind my uh, house, and there is, and it's a garbage people. They come, and they, they, and they drive, and that's where they pick up the garbage. They go through the alleys, and they do it, you know. I don't know if they love their job, those garbage uh, picker-uppers, but I feel like they're happy because they work with people. They're, you know, they're, on, the, they're on the truck, you know, uh, you know the two... Usually it's two people on the on the back of the truck hanging on, which is a fucking ride of a lifetime. And you get to ride on a truck like that. I mean, that's probably gets old after like a couple of days, but I think that's kind of fun. But, you know, they, they go to work and they're doing that, but they, they talk to each other. And if you have a good partner, you know, on the other end of that truck, you know, you're talking to, I mean, your day's going to be great. You know, yeah, you got to pick up shit and garbage and whatever, and it's and you take it to a landfill and probably all that stuff is... Not as glamorous, but their day-to-day is probably not that bad if they like the person they're working with. And they get to just chit-chat with them all day. And they're probably building relationships. They're probably really close with each other. And that's kind of the thing that I think we need to have in the workplace, that kind of mentality, that small business, that small family type of mentality, but blown up to the rest of uh, the corporate world and the bigger companies. Because I think that if we add that, we would be better off. I think we'd have a better life. So I'm going on and on and on. So let me tell you, lay out the argument for you. I am against the idea of silly conversation and this fake camaraderie. I think it's not, it's it's too forced. And the best thing that we can offer people are bowling leagues and, you know, uh, office pools to, to provide people with some sense of closeness with their employers and their colleagues. Uh, I think we can do better. I mean, I think we're putting a little bit... We're not doing enough. You know what? I know the company's job, they aren't building companies to build relationships. It's not like there's a company out there, you know, that's all about building relationships with each other. And, you know, well, I guess guess there are. There are because those are the retreats. There are people who run their own companies that have to do with, like, office retreats. And they all go camping and they walk on fiery coals and they do their their, their prayer poses, you know, their their tree pose with the prayer pose. You know what I'm saying? That's where you're, you're standing on one foot. You got your uh, one other foot uh, against the side of your leg, your other leg. So it's kind of like a flamingo type of stance. And while you're balancing on that on your yoga mat in the middle of some fucking, you know, wonderland, you're you're also uh, putting your hands together in front of your chest, and that's like the prayer pose. So it's like a yoga move where it's like you're you're in prayer and flamingo at the same time, and you're doing this shit, and you're closing your eyes, and you're like ah, mm, and you like you you really channel your inner self. Those are helpful. And I, I appreciate those, but I think that needs to be done more often. And I, need, I think that needs to be done in the workplace, uh, and whether it be five minutes, ten minutes, whatever, in a day. Give yourself a chance to let your employees and your and your colleagues get together and get to know each other more. I know your business isn't that. I know, I know your business is not about doing yoga and building connections with the people you work with. It's about, you know, making some software or about, you know, selling some kind of product or uh building something. I get it. I get it, you know, but if we just put a little more effort into our day-to-day connections, I think less people will be miserable. Uh that, you know, that they'll have that smog over that the misery smog over their heads. 
You know, I think that would be very helpful. Um, that's my argument. I understand that there's camaraderie is important, and having the talks about the weather and being polite are all kind of nice things because they keep you out of trouble. And that, 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 that's another thing. Uh, you are, you thought we were almost done here, but I just I just registered another idea, so I'm going to spit it out to you. <sighs> Three words I hate the most. Cover your ass. Those are the three words I hate the most, okay? Why do I hate those? Because that automatically, yes, I, do I understand the purpose of covering your ass? Yes. Why do we cover our asses? So we don't get in trouble, okay? So we don't get fired, so we don't have to be uh, held accountable for stuff, okay? I get the purpose of that. I emailed you to tell you to do this. You didn't do it? Well, I documented that. I There is an email in the inner space, inner, inner webs, that says that I emailed you to get this done by a certain day or something and it didn't get done on your end that automatically means I'm good I did what I needed to do I can't get in trouble for it whatever who cares if the shit doesn't get done <laughs> who cares if the project's not complete who cares if this is I did what I needed to do that's it fuck off I'm wiping my hands with it guilt free whatever I get it I understand that okay and I think it's a common thing I mean I you know it, it, it's smart to do it I will say in the environment, in the working environment, in the society that we've created at this current time in our lives, our lives meaning uh, human race, in this world, covering your ass is smart and it is necessary. But let's just take a step back for a second. Let's rewind. What if we didn't live our lives on the defense? What if we lived our lives on the offense and just practiced doing the right thing? Okay taking accountability if you make a mistake it's not the end of the world if you don't respond to every email we understand you are human but you have to own up to it own up to it accountability is very important and, and, and I think it's something that very few people understand uh, you know in the in the work world everyone's pointing the blame somewhere I didn't do it I didn't fucking do that shit man I sent my email I'm good man I, I don't care that you know somebody else dropped the ball that's not my fucking problem that shows you that you only care about yourself. You don't care about the grander picture of the product getting completed, you know? The project, the product, whatever the hell it is you guys are working on, you know, sitting at your desks, uh, in between uh, playing Snood, Solitaire, and uh, other assortments of early 2000s, late 90s uh, computer games that are free. You're, you're, you're working towards a, a bigger cause. That's what the company is. You're a piece of a puzzle that is a, a bigger puzzle that it represents a whole grander thing, right? So... We should care about that shit, but we don't. We don't take accountability. We, don't. we play defense. Cover your ass. Cover your ass. Cover your ass. Why don't we just go out there and do the right thing, and we don't have to cover anything? Don't cover your ass. Fuck that. Fuck defense. Offense. They always say defense wins championships. Defense is a bunch of bullshit. It's important because no one else is playing the proper offense. Play the proper offense. Do the right thing. Be better for yourselves. You earned it. You earned it. You work your ass off. You might as well enjoy your life. You know, what, what are you working for? Yeah, the money. I get it. The money, the money. But what is the money giving you? You're, you're trading in money for misery for some part of your day, for some part of your week. Yeah, you get two days to go out and go fucking nuts, you know? Let's blow up some steam. We'll go to the bar. We'll get hammered. Or we'll go to a football game. Or we'll go to a museum. Or whatever. You know, you blow up some steam. You have two days to do that. 
don't limit your life to two days. Don't wait and to, to hit fast forward from on Monday to get to Friday so you can fucking do the same nonsense you did the last time. You have five days in between your weekend. Maybe make something of that. Make your life a little less miserable and start doing the right thing. This needs to be a universal thing. Not I'm not I'm say you as the people, okay? It's not like any specific person, but I think that if we did better for ourselves and our people around us, our days would be much more enlightened and fun-filled and exciting and happy. And, you know, I think talking about the nonsense is just is just not going to help. We're just we're afraid to put ourselves out there. And there are people, by the way, that do put themselves out there. I've seen these fucking people. And you know what? It's beautiful. People respect those fucking people. The people who wear the crazy socks, the people who wear the clothes that are crazy, the people who have a a vibrant personality, you know? People who have integrity and stick up for themselves in a meeting. Hey, I don't like that, boss. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm frustrated because if they don't say that shit, nothing gets done. And we all thank those people secretly in our ma- in our brains. Ah, thank God you said it. I would never say it, but I'm so glad you did. Thanks for doing the right thing and sticking up for the little guy, being the voice for all of us. Don't put the pressure on one person. Respect that person and do the same thing. Go out there and do the same fucking thing. Be the better person that you want to be and stop hiding behind the weather, the weekend. Thank God it's Tuesday. We only got three more days, man. Three more days. We're almost there. What's there? What's there? A Friday night when you get home from exhaustion from a whole week and you just want to sit on your ass and relax, well-deserved. And then what? You have two days. Now now you're really starting your weekend Saturday morning. You wake up. What are we going to do? What are we going to get done? You know? A lot of people do errands on those days. That's not even fun. So you might as well make your workplace more fun. That way you can at least have some fucking fun with your life. Because you only get one life. I mean, maybe you get millions in, depending on what you believe in, whatever. I'm not judging. or. But the basic principle of it is a conscious, consciously you get one life. Okay, So if you're reborn, you might have a different fucking memory and all that. So you might not have those connections. But as yourself, you get one life. Why waste it doing something or being around people or an environment, creating, being around an environment that is just not fun? Or inspirational, you know. I mean, we live in an age now. I think I'm seeing a lot. Not, I'm seeing a lot more of it. I'm not saying it didn't happen just as often before, but with technology, with social media, you're seeing a lot more of people grabbing life by the balls and just doing their own thing. They're doing their own little podcasts, or they're doing their own little businesses. You know, creating their own thing. They have a they have a niche. They have a talent. They want to put it out there. They want to make shit. You know. And you're working for yourselves, and, and, and it's beautiful. Because why are they working for themselves? Because they don't want to tolerate the, the workplace environment, and they, and they don't want other people getting in the way of what they want to accomplish. You know, They want to have a straight line from A to B, and they want to control their own destiny. And those people, although they might not be financially successful to a degree of billions of dollars in that, in that portal with the yachts and, and, and the, the, the endless trips to different places, they are living their day-to-day with a better smile, better life, and a better opportunity for themselves. They create their own opportunities. They're go-getters, and they don't, abo- they don't have to be dickheads. They could still be, they're still kind and great people who, who how to, you know, they, they're, 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 their whole sense of being is building those small relationships, building those personal relationships with people. You know, whether you're a tutor or a massage therapist or a blacksmith worker, when you're working with 
one-on-one type of people, you're building those connections. Your day-to-day is better because you're getting to know people. And they're getting to respect you. And you don't have to answer to other people. And sometimes that's freeing. Sometimes that's a relief. You know, because some of those people who don't answer to other people, just because they don't answer other people doesn't mean that they're bad people or don't care about them. They just... They just work better. They're still kind and great people. They just they take the weight off their shoulders because they don't have to worry about if they didn't do something right, it's on them and it's for them. They punish themselves. They're not hurting anybody else. You know, if you miss an email at work or you misdiagnosed a particular problem uh, at work, then what? Then then you can get in trouble for that and lose your job. And also, by the way, losing your job or getting in trouble at that, that, that goes all hand in hand with humiliation. You know, your boss uh, calls you in. I mean, how many times have I been in the fucking hot seat where I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, up, uh, you know, Mark, can I come see you for a second? Can you come see me uh, in my office? All right. Uh, every time they ask you that, they never come. To, for me, my personal experience, it's always been something negative. Yeah, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. I hear this is going on. What's the problem? What's your deal? What the fuck? What the hell? What the fuck? Right, and I'm just like, uh, e, uh, ooh, uh, I, 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 you know, I try to be honest with them. I am honest with them. They, 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 those aren't the answers they want to hear. They just see disappointment and they're hiring. You know, ah, fuck, we really hired this guy. He's on, the, he's on the radar now. You know, he made a mistake. Once you're on the fucking radar, you're dead. You're over. They, 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 they're never gonna. It's so hard to get you off the spotlight in that way when you're in the negative light. You know, you, they're not gonna see you any better. You know, everything that you do is gonna be looked at through. Um, you know, uh, what's the opposite of rose-colored glasses? Um, shitty brown-colored glasses? Whatever. They're going to look at you and, like, you're nothing. And then they're never going to respect you. That's been my experience. I know it's kind of harsh. But just what I'm saying is be better. Be better for yourself. Be better for the people around you. So that way the people around you can be better and make your life better. We feed off the fucking energy. Pump that energy in there, man. I mean, football stadiums do that shit, man. They have the, the, the fans. They pump up the energy. And when they pump up the energy, the players feel it. And they want to work. Their home, uh, the home players feel it. They want to f- thrive in that shit, man. A lot of people thrive off of other people's energies. Make that energy good, positive, happy, inspirational. Don't make it negative and useless and, and empty. A lot of emptiness. There's a lot of emptiness, man. I'm telling you. You know, uh... And that's what drives people crazy, you know? And they hang on to that stuff because I know this, I understand you need money to live and I understand all that. So you put up with this shit, but don't put up with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Make a change. You know, do something for yourself. Put yourself out there because everyone wants to really kind of put themselves out there, but a lot of them are just either scared, which is fine and understandable, or they're, they're not scared, but they're like... It's not worth the risk. Putting yourself out there could have harsher consequences than than positive uh, consequences. So I could see that happening. But put yourself out there because everybody really wants to. And you, when you put yourself out there, you're inspiring other people. You know, whether you put yourself out there on Facebook or you put yourself out there in the workplace, you're putting yourself out there and God damn it, you get respect. Whether they like what you're saying or not, they respect you for what for putting your voice out there and being yourself. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that we need to do that more because, you know, the world will be a better place. And by the world, I mean the workplace. And your day-to-day will be fucking happier. And who gives a shit about Friday? It's just as long as the other fucking days. They go like that. I mean, you complain about how fast the weekend goes, but five days doesn't take that long. 
But don't don't fast forward through it. Don't do that because you're missing out on your life. Make those five days count. You know? Take it from experience, man. We all we all just are wasting away. You know, we're all getting older. One step closer to the day that we're not going to be on this planet anymore. So why are we spending time being miserable? All right. I think I've said enough here. And I'm proud of you for listening. You made it through. And uh, I love you all. Stay strong. Stay beautiful. Get your orgasm. See you next week. (laughs) 